How do you get from where you are to where you want to be? Whether that's financially, relationally, emotionally, spiritually, or even physically. How do you reach your goal when you feel stuck? Listen, as you may know, I wrote a new book called The Lead Through Method, The Proven Steps to Getting Unstuck, Leading Your Life, and Getting Results. Welcome to the Lead Through Method podcast. Are you stuck in your finances, not clear on your career goals, failed resolutions on your health goals, relationships that are about to break apart, or have you lost your faith? You know that there is more. If you want to get a breakthrough in any and every area of your life, you're going to have to lead your life there. Welcome to the Lead Through Method podcast. Welcome back to the Lead Through Method, everyone. I'm super excited to be sharing with you in this particular episode. I'm gonna, it's a continuation of last month, last episode. And today, I'm going to talk to you about what really makes the difference between someone who is constantly uh, excelling, constantly succeeding in whatever area or capacity of life that they're succeeding or trying to strive in, whether that is their health, their faith, their relationships, their career. Um, What makes the difference between those types of people versus someone who has been stuck and getting the same results for years? Someone who's not really progressing, someone who's not really excelling and moving forward. Well, the the difference, I'm going to give it to you in this episode and why it matters. And and, and I'm in a series of vision as we end this year. because I really believe that this will make the difference. This is what's going to allow you and me to become disciplined. As a matter of fact, this is what I believe I continually remind myself and continually uh, educate myself on because I really do believe that this is the difference maker. And here it is, vision. Vision is the difference between someone who remains stuck and someone who continuously get unstuck, okay? And I, like I said last week, you cannot live out a vision until you understand that you can have a vision. And, and if you have not listened to last month's episode, uh, I highly encourage you to check that out, which is last episode. All right. So last month's episode, check it out. The last episode, I want you to check it out because it's really going to collide with this particular episode. And I shared a little bit about how how the greatest gift given to mankind is not the gift of sight, but the gift of vision, because sight is a function of the eyes, while vision is a function of the heart. And I shared the story of Vesta Stout, which, again, go back, listen to that episode, and you're really going to be glad that you did. Last episode, I and last month, I shared with you some of the top three things that you need to do in order to clarify your vision, okay? And I hope that you were working on that. Now, in this episode... I'm going to give you what must you do to help people get on board with your vision. Now, this is what I consistently come back to for my own life. Uh, whenever I feel out of alignment with my vision, what I have used when I was leading an organization, and what I consistently use for my own personal life, my family, and the vision that we're after. Uh, so in order for for vision to come alive, 
in order for vision to come alive, you must do the following. But first, guys, I wanna, I wanna just, I hope that you all had a happy Thanksgiving, uh, a great time with your family and friends. That everyone is staying strong, encouraged, and finishing the year off strong. And as a matter of fact, this is one of the last episodes of the year. So I'm excited to share and conclude and starting to wind down the, the this podcast and the series on vision, because I really do believe that when you get a hold of vision, it is going to propel you to the next thing, to the next level, to the next place in your life as a person, as a leader, okay, whether that is personally or professionally, in whatever scope or, or sphere you uh, want to excel in, okay? So in order for vision to come alive, it must you must have the following, and I want you to write this down, uh, or, or if you're working out or driving, come back to it, write it down, because as you begin to apply vision in your life, and again, look at this from the scope of where you want to exceed, and whether that is your health, your faith, your relationships, your marriage, um, your, your business, your organization, your career advancement, whatever it is, vision, vision must be communicated consistently. Okay. Years ago, when I was leading a a group of of young people, I heard the statement that stuck with me throughout these years that I have actually now used this in some of my, my talks and teachings when I speak on vision. And it's literally this idea that vision leaks. Vision leaks. It's literally like having a bucket, okay, and that bucket has a hole in it, all right? It has a hole in it. Vision will oftentimes be disrupted, okay? It will be interrupted. It would be weakened. Why? Because life happens. And the moment you have this big idea, this big goal, this big desire to accomplish something, life happens. And so vision begins to leak the moment you get it. But the thing, um, right, things getting the way, problems, you, you confront problems, you confront uh, obstacles, you, you're, you get tempted to abandon the vision, you, become around, you, you get around people who are probably uh, uh, doubting your vision. And so vision must be communicated consistently to yourself, if it's a vision that you have for your marriage with your spouse. If it's a vision you have with your uh, children, to your children, if it's a vision you have for your organization, you have to be communicating consistently to your teammates, to your organization, and to those around you. If not, it will be lost. But if you communicate it consistently, it's a matter of time before it has the ripple effect of transformation that you hope to accomplish. When I was leading a nonprofit organization, I was a pastor for many of you may or may not know, but I was leading a church. And every single week, I will talk about the vision for a few moments, sometimes a sentence, sometimes just sometimes I will talk about it briefly. Sometimes I will highlight something that we did that particular weekend or week that was a part of the vision. And I will articulate our vision statement. Why? Even though I felt like I was being repetitive, to some people, it was just starting to stick. They were actually seeing the vision become real, worked out. This is what it is. This is the preferred picture. And, I, and again, last episode, I talked about how vision is a preferred 
a preferred picture of your of a, a picture of your preferred future rather okay is a picture of your preferred future and so you have to consistently talk about that picture if you don't want to lose steam in order to get there okay and when you consistently present this picture in your life in whatever spoke of life you're trying to go after it is going to build the discipline around it in order for you to pursue it there's an old ancient script, and there and there's actually an uh, old, uh, pro, uh, uh, a passage in scripture that says that where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. In other words, where there is no vision, people perish. Where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. In other words, where there is no vision, there is no restraint. There's no boundaries. There is no discipline. But if you know that you have a vision for something, it is going to give you the discipline to do whatever it is that you need to do, the tough things, the difficult things, the tough decisions, the, the waking up early, staying up late, the, the, the hard, laborious, uh, and probably laborious work to get to the vision, right? Because you know exactly what it is that you want. But vision must be communicated consistently, regularly. Sometimes you have to communicate it weekly. Sometimes you have to communicate it monthly, quarterly, yearly, etc., depending on the area that you are trying to get that uh that 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 vision to to or that breakthrough in. Okay? So vision must be communicated and it must be communicated consistently. Vision vision must be communicated clearly. Okay, it must be communicated clearly. So let's say you have a goal, and I'm going to just give you an example here for a moment. Uh, I'm going to use a marriage anal analogy. If you're a man listening to this, right, you should have a vision for your family. You should have a vision for your family that you have articulated, that you have communicated with your wife. And as you're talking about it with your wife, maybe it's weekly through your, maybe it's a weekly budget meeting that you have, or maybe it's a weekly date night that you talk about your vision. You talk about where you want to be. You talk about where you want to travel. You talk about how you want to raise your children. You talk about the type of marriage you want to have and, and so forth, the type of finances you want to have. That vision must be communicated consistently, but that vision must also be communicated clearly, right? It's not good enough just to say that, hey, babe, I want to get out of debt. I want us to get out of debt, if that's one of your goals, for example. Or let's say your, your goal is to communicate better. I want us to have a better communication. See, that vision is not inspiring. It's not going to move anything. One of the things that I see, when I whether I coach someone or, or, or I'm coaching a, a group of guys, is that they're complaining that, oh, my wife's not on board with the vision. My wife's not on board with what we're trying to do. I'm trying to build and she doesn't get it. Well, it could be one of these three things. Number one, you haven't shared a vision for your marriage. You haven't shared a vision for your marriage. Okay. Number two, you're not matching what you say with what you do. This is important. You're not matching what you say with what you do. In order for a vision to be picked up and, and, and grasped, and, and it, that vision not only must be communicated consistently, not only must be communicated clearly, but it must be attractive, right? But if it has all those elements and you're not matching what you say with what you do, 
Believe me that you are not going to get people on board, whether that is your spouse or your team, to your vision. As a matter of fact, I can always tell when someone has a vision for their personal life. They're disciplined. They tend to be more disciplined. They tend to be more focused. They tend to be more uh, uh, you know, guarded with their time, with their talents, with their, with their income with their money, they have a certain goal that they're after. And so they're, they're, they're matching what they say with what they do. And so let's say your spouse or your team is not on board with your vision and, and people are not running after it and grasping it. It could be that either A, you haven't shared your vision. Number two, you're not matching what you say with what you do, right? You could, you could be sharing a vision, but maybe you, your team, you're not modeling that vision. If, if, if part of your vision is to serve families and you're not serving families, then guess what? You're not matching what you say with what you do. If part of your vision is to get out of debt in your marriage and you're still spending, guess what? You're not matching what you say with what you do. So those are two things. Now, the third thing is that you're not articulating, you're not articulating that vision clearly enough, Right? So this is just a matter of learning to communicate better. You're not articulating articulating clearly enough. So um, I've been, I mean, I've done this many times, personally and professionally. I have a vision, yet I didn't articulate it clearly enough. We have had to cancel an event. And guess what? It was my fault. Because I didn't set the expectations to my leadership team on what it is that I wanted and so I didn't articulate the vision clearly enough, enough that, that they grasp the vision. And if I didn't articulate it clearly enough, then it's, I can't blame anyone but myself. Okay. Now, let's move on a little bit because I want to share this, these, these points with you before we leave. What happens when you begin to live out your vision? And I want to speak specifically to you if you're a man. Now, if you're a woman listening to this, I want you to write these down and maybe give them to your, the man in your life. But if you're a man listening to this, I want to, I want to talk to you for a moment because there's a couple of things that happen to a man when he begins to live out his vision. Okay? When you begin to live out your vision as a man, when I begin to live out my vision as a man, we live out a life with the following. Number one. You live intentionally. You live intentionally. You don't just spontaneously do things. You, you live intentionally. I'm not saying you don't do spontaneous things, but I'm saying on a day-to-day basis, on the mundane, boring things of life, you are intentional. Right? Number two, when you begin to live out a vision, you get results. You get results. Big results, small results, but you get results. Number three, you become more fulfilled. You are more fulfilled person when you are going after a vision and you're living out that vision, you are more fulfilled. Number four, you begin to impact others. And you begin to understand that it's about serving others. Number five, you become more confident. You become more confident. If you want to be more confident, begin to match what you say with what you do. That's how confidence is gained in a man's life. Number six, you transmit confidence in your circle. 
When you begin to live out your vision and you say you're going to do something and you do it, guess what? The people who are looking to you for leadership, whether that is your spouse, whether that is your children, whether that is your team or your organization, people will look on you with confidence because they know this guy means business. He will do what he said he was going to do. And number seven, you begin to move with a life of purpose, towards a life of purpose, rather. You begin to move towards a life of purpose. When you pick up a vision for your life, you begin to live out these things. And, and, and next month, I'm going to wrap this series up by talking about what happens when we don't live out our vision. And, why, and, and, and I want to give you four powerful reasons why men don't lead themselves. Okay? But before I leave, I want to say that you have the ability to create a better vision for your life. What is that better vision that you see as you're wrapping up this year, as you're getting ready for Christmas, as you're getting ready for, to bring in a new year? Don't let this year go by without you dissecting the year and learning the lessons that you need to learn. Part of the things that I teach in my book, The Lead Through Method, in one of the chapters, I talk about in order to go from where you are to where you want to be and get those breakthroughs, you have to consistently dissect your experiences. Open them up, so to speak. See what lessons are learned from failures. See what lessons are learned from successes. And this year, guess what? You have had successes. And this year, you also have had failures. And maybe you have had more failures than successes. And guess what? That's okay. But as long as you dissect them and learn from them and say, okay, how close did I get to my vision? What steps did I take this year to move me towards my vision, to move me toward that preferred picture? for my life, for my organization, for my marriage, for my faith, for my health? And what can I do to adjust, to change? What can I do to rearrange in my life? So dissect those experiences, learn from those experiences, so that you can apply these principles to the vision that you have for your life, okay? So just to recap, Every vision must be communicated, and every vision must be communicated in three types of ways. It must be communicated consistently, it must be communicated clearly, and it must be communicated attractively. It has to draw you, it has to pull you, it has to pull your team, okay? And if it's not, it could be because of these three things. It could be because you haven't shared the vision, it could be because you're not matching what you say with what you do, and it could be that maybe you're not articulating that vision clearly enough. Or it could be all three. All right? So don't forget what happens when you begin to live out a vision, right? And that you have everything in you to live out the vision that you see for your life and for your organization. Listen, I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next month.